This week on the podcast, Kyle doesn't even play video games. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Great Lakes Gaming Carl Cast, a podcast about Carl and his opinions on other people named Carl. My name is obviously Dan Allen. I'm your moderator today. I'm joined by Nicholas Carltier. And Ace of Carl's. I'm Carl. Carl Melville. Not Carl. You already said you were Carl, I'm sorry. (laughs) It's April... Carl, 28th, 2019, a sweet Sunday, Carl, uh, in Michigan, the Great Lakes State, and there's business to handle, obviously, there's a lot of big things. Let me cut to the to the cheddar right now, Carl, and tell <laughs> you that there have been times on this podcast where I ran out of time to prep the, prep the boy, I didn't have a lot of things, or there were stories that didn't interest me, I just never got around to fully constructing. This is the first time that I sat down to write a podcast and made the conscious decision to have an off the cuff, uh, off the cu- Carl, off the cuff podcast. <laughs> off the Carl. I'm like, I'm just gonna go off the cuff. Like, not because I have to, because it feels right. And I'm like, I have so much to talk about this week in gaming, and I'm sure the other boys do too. <laughs> so it'll go for four hours, uh, obviously. I know you got a lot to talk about this week, Kyle. Hold on. Mm. Before you get to it, wait. Uh, We do have to smoothly... Wait, before we smoothly sail, um, how are you doing this week, Cartier? Not too bad. Okay. It was just the eagle scree, so I wanted to... America. I wanted to touch base. Touch base before we smoothly... And soundly... Sail through corrections. Updates and clarifications. Yeah, baby. Uh, do we do updates first? Or let's, let's do corrections first. Um, Cartier, did you know that in the popular anim- anime series known as Pokemon, that Ash's Bulbasaur never evolved? Yep. Did you know... His Squirtle, another starter in the first generation, in case you're not familiar, also never evolves. You corrected me on this last week, but I really wanted to drive the point home that, yes, we fact-checked it. Okay. When you're right, you're right. Well, to be fair, it's Litmint Cannon that the only first-gen Pokemon is Snorlax, so those other ones are up for grabs, they're up in the air. It's real. It's like, who's to say, really? It's all fiction. (laughs) They're not real like Snorlax. Ah, some fancy critic updates. Fancy critics like fancy football, but we drafted video games coming out this year, and we get points based on how they review on Open Critic. This is the update. Yeah. Kyle, all week I was super hyped. I was super hyped because I knew Days Gone was reviewing in a kind of mixed way, and you are dead in the lead. You have five less games than everyone else. Because <laughs> you refuse to draft anything else. Like... Cartier hopped all over Jedi Fallen Order when it was officially announced, and I mean, I'm glad he did it in a timely fashion in case you were on it, but like, 
I don't think you give a fuck. You're winning. You have 10 games to everyone's 15. And I was hyped because I thought you had days gone. And I'm like, he's going to get like one point from that. But then I found out it's actually Nicholas Cartier who has days gone. It's got a 71 currently on Open Critic. So it's still in the positive. I was hoping it was doing worse than that. Uh, I got some hot takes. Not that hot takes. I got some cold takes on on Days Gone this week, but also... Did you roll that? Can we loop that? Can we... Okay, cool. We can loop that music. So that one point added to Cartier's total for the fake publisher known as Nintendo brings him to five points overall, says Fantasy Critic. And the next game coming out for him... Honestly, it might be Fire Emblem, man. Nothing else on this list. If any, if any games come out for my yeah. <laughs> like, Fire <clears throat> Emblem is confirmed, like, uh, June, I think. So, that's a thing. For me, Mortal Kombat 11 also came out. Just, there's some controversy about it, but it's sitting at 82, which gives me 12 more points, and you know what that does, Kyle? It brings me, just like you do, every... What's after winter? Spring? Just like you every spring, it brings me out of the hole, out of hibernation. <laughs> I, because <laughs> you're a bear. I, <laughs> 12 points added to the 18 points I got from Devil May Cry, added to the 10 points I got from Trials Rising, has counteracted the negative 32 points <laughs> from drafting Left Alive after the fact like a fool. So you could, you could say it left you alive. I've been left alive. Alive. With the D. I'm left alive. I'm a livid. Uh, also, of note, Kyle currently sits at 37 points for whatever, a bunch of good games. That's with negative 9 <laughs> from Anthem. Bullshit. Current projections sit like this. Carl, 124. Cartier, set to end with 110. And they say me, set to end with 96.52. And that's obviously, you know, a bucket full of bullshit and corrections. <laughs> I got a swerve for you. It's time for the longest running episodic segment in Great Lakes Gaming history. This week in gaming, the twig. Gaming. And, per tradition, I gotta ask Kyle. Kyle, what do you think of the new Schoolboy Q album that dropped? Dude, I didn't get to fucking listen to it. Yet. You had, Who else but Carl? You had one job, so Carl. I was trying to listen to it today, and just uh, how'd that go? Did not happen. Fucking. So as soon as I got in my car, I was like, I'm gonna start it from track number one, right? Didn't my Spotify didn't connect until I got back to my house? Oh my god! <laughs> For some reason, it was like Spotify's offline. It's a little spotty. Yeah, I don't know what was going on, but did you know I was gonna ask about school like you today? No. <sighs> Damn it. Did you... Are you not... You're not paying attention to the emails I'm sending you? Yeah. Is that not your email anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Is watch out for the hotpan63 at hotmail.com no longer your... That is definitely still my email. So why? You just don't check it? I just don't. Or is it going under spam again? Probably spam. Or junk. Kyle, how do you feel about... Spiced ham from a can. <laughs> you spam? Yeah. <laughs> what else? I didn't know it was spiced ham. 
Have you never been on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> what podcast is this? But for real, yeah, I can see you not knowing that spam was spiced ham. It's I have not no like it's idea like. It was... It's like, what do you mean? So they were like, let's call this spiced ham spam and put it in a can. It's like, what spice do they even mean? Like, just salt? Like, to keep it okay. It's, it's pure sodium. <laughs> it's not spicy. Cartier, your thoughts? Well, you see, I'm not the biggest, I'm not the biggest fan of ham. You're not. So spam, spam, spiced dude, ham? spam is just like. Spam is different, though. Dude, it's like when people are like, you know, when you're going down like the like the grocery store line and you're just like looking at all the shit on the shelves, and then there's just like that canned chicken, that canned whole chicken. <laughs> yes, I'm a, I know. What you're it's, in, it's in the same vein. Oh my god! What would you felt the fish? The main vein. Would you buy a can of uh, biscuits if it wasn't like make these biscuits if it was like. Biscuits already made in in gravy. In gravy. Yes. <laughs> would you buy that? Probably not. It'd be so soggy. It would be pretty soggy. <laughs> if it wasn't soggy, I wouldn't what, trust it. What more biscuit? <laughs> I'd probably try it once. I remember when we found out that dollar store, which sold food, uh, Dollar Tree in your hometown, when they sold like the weird off-brand Jamaican patties. Oh, yeah. They were so bad. I bought so many of them. I'm still buying them. Because <laughs> they remind you of those amazing Jamaican patties, which probably are also still cost under a dollar to make in Jamaica. Yeah. Under one Jamaican dollar. Which is 10 cents. Do we know what kind of... Um, we're going to get to video games. Don't worry, listeners. Do we know what kind of currency Jamaica uses? I didn't know if you knew. I don't know. I was really interested. Jamaican dollar? But does that have like a name? Is it called the dollar? Know. Okay, I was just I was just wondering. No, just, I have no idea. I'm just wondering. Kyle, before we move just, like, on, walk into a store like I have these things. <laughs> I have these things to purchase these items. <laughs> Kyle, did you notice how we all have a different beverage this week, and none of it's water? Uh, my beverage is that of the mentally exhausted. You got a rolling rock, a single rolling rock. I remember when you used to bring beer for everyone. Can we go to the car? No. <laughs> like a 50-year-old man's like, do you want beer? beer? Let me run to the car. Think there's beer in the car. <laughs> Ca- um, Cartier is a Diet Pepsi, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I have, um, I started drinking the weird cold Frappuccino Starbucks boys they yeah. sell. And ever since I went to the weird ones, when I got like the regular mocha one, which I have in front of me, it's just not the same. Because now I'm on some weird, like, really masculine... Uh, like sea salt, dark chocolate. There was an almond milk one. I don't want to talk it's about not it. Masculine. Uh, D'Angelo says almond milk is for people that own a house. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I'm about to start buying almond milk. He's like, he told me a story the other day. He's like, yeah, I used to make fun of this friend. I was like, haha, you have a, you have a house. And then <laughs> one day we were in his house and I opened up his fridge. Which, first off, is rude. I hope he asked if you could open it. <laughs> and he's like, almond milk, don't we make fun of you enough? <laughs> this week in gaming. Kyle, did you play anything this week in gaming? Almond milk is good. It, it is. I'm not going to lie. Uh, the power of nuts. I played so much nothing. Did you? Not even... You've Yourself? had time to think. Not even a second of no. anything? Not I've, even I've need been, for speed on your phone? No, dude. <laughs> You've been buying a house. Did you want to tell the people your address? 
Your current address? <laughs> no. Should I tell them my current address? It won't be. No, at this Literally rate, you'll be there um, longer than I you mean, want to longer be. Longer than I want to, yes, for sure. So when's that your, is happening. <laughs> that's, I gotta get away from this casual. I was gonna be like, so when's your lease up? But no, seriously, <laughs> you didn't play a damn thing. Single thing. I think I turned on my Xbox once. Nice. But it went to Hulu. Okay. Well, you watch it on Hulu. I don't know. Yeah, you do. You can't even... No, you don't know what you're watching on Hulu. You I know even... you're watching on Netflix. Oh, I was watching Breaking Bad on Netflix. Nice. From the library this week. I went to the <laughs> library. I rented the first season of Better Call Saul. It's so good. Saul or Breaking Bad? Saul. I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, the second season was better, too. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm hyped, dude. I'm real hyped. Now that I've watched Breaking Bad, I understand Better Call Saul. You had you already been watching yeah, Saul? Yeah, I already yeah. watched uh, Better Call Saul. I love me some Odenkirk. Who the fuck is that? It's the Saul. It's oh, the main guy. Right. Yeah. Cool. Nice too. <laughs> He's like, uh, <laughs> I was like, is that Kevin Costner? You know. <laughs> wow. Old, old <laughs> Kevin Costner, though. <laughs> Metal Gear. <laughs> that's that's Kiefer. Metal Gear. That's Kiefer. <laughs> they all look similar. This is not wrong. It's funny that Odenkirk gets lumped into handsome man, that Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> These 90s hunks. Here's the thing, Kyle. Uh, would I know Odenkirk's name without... You know David Cross, right? Yeah. Mr. Show. If I didn't have a love for Mr. Show, which is a sketch comedy, they're like, I'm Bob Odenkirk. I'm David Cross. Like, I knew Cross's name before that. Oh, kind of thing. yeah. I've seen that show. That's weird. They have one on Netflix. Yeah, they have their... I liked that season where they came back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Brian Posehn is also part of that original... He's a writer, and then he ends up being... And some of the bits. Oh. Some of the bits. The guy that does Spongebob's voice, also from that. A bunch of shit. Uh, I've been watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, and one of the guys from Mr. Show popped up on that recently. And that was great. But on this podcast about Carl's and video games, I gotta move away from you, Kyle. Well, I gotta go to Nicholas Cartier. the subject. Nick, what do you think Kyle will watch on Hulu next week? What's mm. street food today? Hmm. Hmm. Your turn's over. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Hmm. Street food. What will, what will Kyle watch on Hulu next week? Um. Hmm. He won't watch anything, but he'll have it on that main screen where it plays Whoa, wait, like wait. the loop. Oh, come on. Wait, wait, I'm wait. planning on watching The Simpsons season 30. Come on. Now. Wait. <laughs> you really need to stop because, uh. For a second, I thought we weren't recording, but that's a different timeline of a different thing I had to copy and paste from. <laughs> the thing about that, uh, Nick, is this is a video game podcast, so I don't mean to cut off your tangent about what Kyle's watching, but what did you play this week? <laughs> After in, you asked the question. Gaming. <laughs> if we could get back to the point, Cartier really derailing this whole cast. I read a tweet from Dan Benjamin this week that was like, stop calling it a pod if you're 40 years old and have a podcast, because it makes you sound like you're 40 years old and have a podcast. Then I thought about every podcast I listen to, and there is one set of 40-year-old dudes that definitely call it the pod. So this week on the pod, what did you play this week in pod people? <clears throat> well, this week in pod people is brought to you by... Jedi Fallen Order. Not really. But, um... Boom, so so boom. off the cuff. I'm sorry. Boom. 
is too much. Name that. Isn't it the uh, Snow Miser? Snow heat Miser, Heat Miser, either one of them. Fucking, isn't it the Miser? It is the Miser. The Brothers. The Brothers Miser. This week in gaming, I played a game that I uh, I haven't talked about yet on the podcast. Very personal. And um, it's one of those games where like you play it and then you just keep wanting to play that game. You really like the mechanics of it. And um, Can we guess it? If you want to guess it, you can. Minecraft. I, I really no. Okay, your, your <laughs> turn, Kyle. I don't want to guess. He says Minesweeper. Minesweeper? No, but close. I'm playing a, a new game that was um, Shadow Dropped a while back. It's called Apex, Apex Legends. Legends. And um, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I, I can't pretend I didn't read the bit. I just wanted to guess mine. I haven't games. talked about this yet on the podcast. <laughs> I, I thought it was a really good curve for you guys. You'd be like, "Oh, it's definitely not the game he talks about every time." Isn't so, that from the Titanfall? Um, yes, it's like it's like Titanfall, but it's better. And um, isn't that who? <laughs> Fortnite gets their ideas from. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. But I'm playing more Apex Legends, and there's not really much to talk about there. Nothing's changed. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> what a week to go off the cuff. I know, right? Um, I have questions, follow-up questions for both of you guys, just because of this is how it's gone. But if you have anything you want to add, Cartier. I mean, I could ramble on about on um, the... The sliding and about how Kyle should download it and play it with uh, me and Benny. I think that uh, I think that he'd really enjoy the, the the other twenty teams of people that are running around and the the loot box based systems. I really think he would enjoy the uh, the the gay Hawaiian boy that you can play as or the robot that can have intercourse. I think some what of the, the things that he would really enjoy would be like <laughs> the, the intercoursing robot. <laughs> For the record, is the Hawaiian boy really, is he really gay? Yeah. Okay, thank you. I, yeah. I didn't want it to be a derogatory gay thing. I have no. a question for you right now. What are you looking forward to most coming up in the next however many months are left in this How year? You know this video game character's gay. Oh, because the developers are talking about all that. You know, they want to get more people, like, talking That's about it and they want people just, like, <laughs> playing the game. So, like, let's uh, let's make a gay boy, let's make a non-binary boy for them to play as. <laughs> You know, is he under eighteen? No, well, we call no, him no. They boy. they are underneath. They are. It's they. They're in high binary. But um, <laughs> got him. <laughs> now you, you might say, how you, does this affect the RNG? You you can play. You can play. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. Like you got really, to curve the bullet. It genuinely it does. Well, that bullet's gonna curve. Yeah, there's, a lot, there's a lot of recoil. Does it really shoot straight? I never saw. Was it salt? Is that what that is? Is it Angelina Jolie and Salt with the curve of the bullet? <laughs> no, that's fucking... What's uh, the curve of the bullet? Um, What's Salt? Then? It is Angelina Jolie. It might be Salt. No. You fucking no, liar. No, Samuel Jackson. It's not called Salt. Samuel Jackson doesn't curve the bullet, does he? Yeah, he's in that movie. Is it Wanted? Yeah, it's Wanted. Yeah, let us know if that's right or not. Litmentmedia.fireside.fm Wanted, fool. What are you looking forward to uh, most in gaming? Um, I don't know, probably sliding down a hill in Apex Legends or <laughs> or riding a balloon in Apex Legends. <laughs> the seasonal updates to Apex Legends. <laughs> no, I uh, I heard that there's supposed to be a new character coming out sometime in the future, so for, that's fun. For Apex Legends? For Apex Legends. For sure. Yeah, that, that might cool. be, they might be coming out with a new map for Apex Legends. So how many maps are there right now? One or two? Just one. Oh, okay. Just the one. 
Oh, that's stupid. That's a big map. It's yeah, it's a big dumb. map, Kyle. Leave that's him alone. Dumb. What the heck? <laughs> well, how many maps does fucking? What do you what you love? God of War. What is it? What is it? <laughs> You got one map, all right? Not like, a map, it's a world. <laughs> so Google, Google map is one map. It's a world. <laughs> you didn't even play anything. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You, you didn't, didn't even play, play games. Anything. Shut your fucking mouth, Carl. <laughs> but Kyle, what are you looking forward to most Nothing. in the... Fuck. Is it... Okay, I, I can... I did hear rumors of a Horizon 2. Me too, yeah. yeah. Doing on too, so. I can word this question probably differently. Suck. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably gonna be just fine. <laughs> It'll be better than Apex Legends, so if it sucks, then, it, then Apex is the worst. Probably 14 months from now. But <laughs> Kyle, is there anything you're looking forward to more than Session? Oh. Is Session the top of the list? Horizon. <laughs> and Horizon G- 2? G- yeah, Project Horizon 2. Yeah, I, I heard it sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Sure, sure. Star Wars, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> a lot of quality games. <laughs> a lot of quality like, games coming down the pipe. Really? I heard they all suck. <laughs> no, Apex is probably. Games <laughs> <laughs> already out. That's old news. So is Skate 3, but I mean. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. You still bought a console to play that <laughs> it's on. It's the last one. Yeah, it just because the, la- the last Star cl- Wars kind of sucked too. It is a classic. How many, how many maps in Skate 3? 18. You see, the answer's not one, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> it's 18. Because in that bullshit DLC from it's like 2004 like or 5. 2009 six. that you can download, it's like, go in, and yes, it's really bad, but it's like, <laughs> go into this, like, whatever, lab. What lab? Blackbox lab? It's like a nighttime thing. Oh, I hate the nighttime one. Right, but it's like a different, you load to a different area. Yeah, I don't like that one. Different map, baby. The only sliding you can do in that game is power sliding. <laughs> It's the only power sliding I need. <laughs> Top ten slidings in you video games. Slide, that's not true. <laughs> rank seven. Tail slide. Rank seven. This week in ranking. <laughs> Kyle, if you have you seen those videos that are like, I know Eric Costin doesn't, but I only saw the one Tony Hawk one where it's like Tony Hawk, probably with a guy that's being paid a lot to hold a camera, rolling up on kids. On skateboards, like outside of like businesses, and they're like, "Do a kickflip." Have you seen these videos? No. Yeah, because it's like pro skaters are telling other kids to do. Obviously, like, being a pro for the last twenty years, how many times have you heard do a kickflip? So they're like rolling up, and they got a bunch of merch too. So they're not just being assholes. They're yeah. like, "Oh, dude, here's a fucking deck." <laughs> but it's just like do a kickflip, and like a lot of people are like, they do the kickflip. They're like, "Thanks, man," and some people are like. You Tony Hawk! <laughs> and then the Eric Costin ones, I don't know how they go because um, his name doesn't hold as much value to my clickbait. So I click on the Tony Hawk one. <laughs> this week in... I need to watch gaming. that. Yeah, it's pretty entertaining. Oh my god. To the kid with the uh, There's a kid with a scooter, and he's like, do a, do a bar spin. <laughs> that kid was so fucking hyped and so fucking ready to do that bar spin. He's like, yeah. He did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He also recognized it was Tony Hawk. Good shit. And then went to a skate park, and it was like 10 kids doing kickflips. And what's funny is as they drive away, they give a bunch of shit away. And as they drive away, he's like, Man, back in my day, if you could do a kickflip that fast, that well, you were signed. I'm like, I don't even think he's fucking around. No, that's that's (laughs) serious. Yeah. Hence, uh, who do you not like as a skateboarder? 
don't know. Call someone out right now. <laughs> That's how that person got signed. Holy oh, shit. burn. <laughs> Cartier asked me. Oh, man, I can't do that. Uh, Fucking around long enough. Uh, Dan, what do you, uh... <laughs> what do you think, um... Hmm. What are you thinking? <laughs> what are they thinking? <laughs> I'm thinking I'm glad we were able to bullshit for like 20 minutes so we could actually go an hour today. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I guess I gotta ask. Kyle, what do you think, uh... What do you think Dan didn't play this week in gaming? Probably nothing. Probably nothing. I played everything then. Probably sucked. (laughs) (laughs) Pay for early access. Sucked. Dan, what do you dream about this week in gaming? (laughs) Well, Cartier, I'm glad you asked. I have opinions on every big game that came out in April, Cartier. Rapid fire. It's no time for that. I know. Oh, <laughs> you missed Rapid Fire last week. Yeah, we brought it back. But in, in my defense, if you'd been there, probably wouldn't have done it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I, don't think I don't think I Rapid Fire. Really? I don't think I Rapid Fire one thing. <laughs> you tried to for sure. Oh no! It was if something was getting like too drawn out, then I'd be like, and then it's like get back on subject. It's like when the pyromaniac doesn't come to like the Cub Scout meeting that week. They're like, "Oh, I guess we can learn about fire." It's like, "Oh, last week you missed fire." It's like, "Oh man!" It's like, "Well, we wouldn't have done the fucking fire if you were there." Like, obviously, you have a problem. You have a court-appointed chaperone at all times. This week in gaming, uh, I mean, the simplest one to talk about is dreams because I haven't fucked with dreams that much. Dreams is like that game I play when I can't sleep at 2 a.m. and I want to go set like. A cup of hot so cocoa. Instead of dreaming, you dream. It's so true. Uh, I've been having really intense dreams lately. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, but no, it's like when I can't when I can't sleep. I'm like, hey, I wonder how to make a title screen in dreams, and then I go figure it out. And I'm, I made one title screen today or this week, where literally it's like sick, weird, ridiculous background. I got the camera fixed on it, and you can't move it, so it's like, hey, this is the actual title screen. I got the title on there, start, options. The only thing I didn't ever figure it out was how to then let them press the start button and go to the next level. <laughs> but once I do that, I can tell you right now, spoilers for whatever that game is, the options thing, there's going to be no options. It's going to be options. They click options, and it's going to be like, what option do we really even have in life? And then go back to the menu, <laughs> press start, play the fucking game. Uh, but it's fun. I mean, Dreams is just like... It's just <laughs> sick. Click on options. You've chosen your path. <laughs> <laughs> Can't turn back now. <laughs> options. In- enjoy yourself. <laughs> options, yes or no. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving Dreams. Uh, dreams is like the long con. It's like the slow burn. It's like, I'm excited to fuck with it now and like slowly create things. I don't feel like a rush to create things. I'm glad that other people feel that and that they've gotten so much accomplished, but I'm excited for the weird like Eurogamer Kotaku articles 18 months from now that's like look at what this person made in dreams and then like the comment section that's like dumb and isn't like it was like how do I play this? Like in the title it says in dreams. I'm like, "Oh, I guess I got to buy dreams." I'll be like, "I got dreams. I'm going to play that game of that dog pooping." Um, which I can only assume already exists. Dreams is sick. I'm excited to see what Have happens. Have played anybody else's games? Yeah, yeah, I've played a good amount of their games. Um, they good? Y- there are some really good ones, man. Yeah. And there's also, um, there's a company, I forget the name of the company, but they're like making 
this really interesting first-person shooter in there, which I like to reference and show to people because obviously everyone thinks that all the dream stuff looks like that, like Dr. Susie, pink trees, wavy green grass, and I like the way that looks, and there are a lot of games like that, but really you can go whatever direction you want with how it looks. And right now, Prometheus is the name of the first-person shooter. Uh, it's so interesting. Um, D'Angelo played it all with a pistol because he didn't realize he could switch weapons. Uh, but he, like, I saw a whole pistol run of that boy. Super interesting. What did the game look like? Um, like graphics-wise? Comparable. Graphics-wise... Like an earlier Doom, like a, a mid-2000s PC Doom, but you can also tell that like they worked on getting uh, the mechanics down. Okay. Um, I wish I had played enough of it to tell you what the shooting felt like, but the guns looked good for being in Dreams. I could tell you there's a demo I played that's like, it literally is like super realistic first-person shooter, but it's only got like the town done and like the gun and the only button. It's like, that's how short the little demo is. But it's like, press square to look at the gun. And the gun is the most impressive-looking gun I've seen in Dreams. Uh, I'm playing on the Pro, and it just looks so damn good. And the, and it's also, like, testing, like, the raindrop physics and, like, the puddles. Mm. If people can make full games looking like that, Kyle, which clearly they can, um, then damn. Kyle's looking at the first-person shooter right now. I love that the pistol is even one of those ones that has, like, how much ammo you have left in the clip, like, visible on the back of the gun. Like, mm -hmm. It's literally, like, electronic. That's cool. Um, Cartier, you're going to know this because you watched a little bit of Box Peak with me. There's a man named Kyle Bossman who made a Pokemon-like series called Box Peak. about That's so good. Kids peeking out boxes. It is very good. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for episode 6 to come out. Yeah, Box Peak Season 2 is coming sometime this year. But there's at least one Dreams Box Peak game, which is like brilliant. It's like you hold X to peek. There's like a fog of battle, right? So you can't see when people are peeking, uh, just like if you were in the box, which is like kind of the main mechanics of the actual cool. weird like paper craft anime series but it's like you so you have to peek for four seconds and it's like really discreet rumbles like on in your controller so it's like it's counting to four and then you can counter peek you can also still retreat and box mods are coming that's what they say Cartier exciting shit uh, but dreams is great uh, it's like cool to see things going forward there was a platformer I really liked called... There's a bunch of platformers I really liked. Um, 3D platformers. Like, Shifting Islands was a good one. There's one called Dog's Run, which was way better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> like, good-looking dog, and you're running. And, like, each level is simple. It's like, collect these coins until you find your bone. And I'm like, I didn't expect this to be this good. <laughs> like, it looks good. It plays good. Um, the physics are pretty good. The Box Peak one has their little robot. Yes, uh, the, the, the Peak Ref. Yeah, he's he's there. Um, there's no like audio or anything yet, but that would be cool. They got like the Box Peak audio in there somehow. Just watch Player One win with a Counter Peak. Counter Peak. Yeah, it's cool. It exists. I also bought Mortal Kombat 11 the day it came out, which was this week. Heard uh, it sucks. That's not true, necessarily. Uh, yeah, I heard that, too. There's, yeah. there's been some backlash. Uh, they're like loot boxes? They're like, no loot boxes. And then they're like, but all the chests, not boxes, that you open in the crypt are random. <laughs> like, There's like, everyone has the same rewards in there, but like, where each chest, formerly in the crypt, 
in um, Mortal Kombat. I'm told, because I'm actually about to tell you about my first experience with this kind of crypt, but it used to be like, go to these coordinates, and that's where Raiden's, you know, fancy pink outfit, he doesn't have that, maybe he does, but that's where it is. Now it's like, it could be anywhere. First off, I didn't play the crypt for 9 or 10, so I gotta tell you, just the fact that I can walk around in a 3D place, and you find Shao, Shao Kahn's hammer, and then you're smashing vases, and that's giving you coins, and then yes, you're opening all these things. The fact that it's on Shang Tsung's island, and you go down into Goro's lair, and into Goro's treasure room, and like there's more things there. The fact that you find Kenshi's dead body, and then you take Kenshi, he's the blind swordsman, if you remember Kenshi. Really random one, I guess. Not, not as old, that's why I explained Kenshi, I guess. But he's the blind swordsman, so you can wear his bandana, and then once you have it, you're wearing it the whole time you're going through the crypt. Uh, and then you lower it, and you can find, like, by covering your eyes with it, you can, like, all of a sudden see, it gives you, like, witcher vision, or, like, whatever, you know, detective mode. That Kenshi classic. vision. Kenshi vision, for sure. Once you see, like, oh, you can bust through this wall, you didn't know. Scorpion Spear, which lets you, like, spear some of the dead bodies that are hanging, and then you rip them in half, and it gives you a heart, which is important, because how you open the chest in the crypt, and this is one of the things people are angry about, is with coins, sure, but then there's ones that cost, like, 250 hearts, and they're, like, less of those, and there's special things in them, but the problem is the only way to get hearts, there's not even a way to buy hearts. I've heard this system compared to the gotcha... The gotcha system from a lot of mobile games without being able to pay to get around it. It's like, you need 250 hearts to open one of these heart chests. There's a bunch of coin chests, and then less heart chests. 250 hearts, and you get one heart every time you perform a fatality. Jesus Christ. Uh, but I don't want to talk too negatively about it, because I'm actually enjoying it. Uh, they're about to do this patch where they give a bunch of this free stuff to you including, like, 500,000 coins. After being the story mode, I probably only got, like, 120,000 from all of that shit. You're going to beat the story mode? I am on the final piece of the final chapter. I'm facing the Chronica by Dr. Dre. I'm fine. D'Angelo <laughs> doesn't like that joke. Uh, I'm facing Chronica, who's, like, the main villain. Um, and I'm stuck on her, because she's got some crazy T-Rex powers. Um, although I think I'm going to beat her next time I face her, and this is why. There's a lot of tutorials in this game. You start with, I did the basic tutorials, and then I decided just to play the story. And it was fine. I was playing on normal. Um, I got stuck on her. I mean, stuck because it's like you play it at 4 a.m., and then you lose twice, and you're like, I'll come back to it. And then I, I only really went back to it to show Olivia, and I got thrashed that time, too. Um, but yeah. I did the advanced tutorials last night after playing like the whole story and doing some of the towers, which a lot of people are angry about too. There's some there's classic towers which all have Chronica at the top, so that's why I'm not even playing those. I'm like fucking Chronica, uh, the Chronica. But the living towers are like Injustice Two had them, I believe. Um, but it's like set up so you can like use these consumables that make you overpowered because a lot of people are really angry about the difficulty of them, and when I'm playing them. I figured I'm just not amazing at Mortal Kombat, so I'm like ready to take the L every now and then and only play the ones that say medium on them and realize that Frost at the top of that tower and medium is going to perform a little higher than what I would think medium would be. But they give you consumables that like buff you or debuff you, or more importantly, I know this wasn't in 10, give you like 
how assist trophies work in Smash. So it's like, there's like, uh... So you're like throwing Pokeballs at people? It's like, you're hitting up on the stick, and it's just like, depending on what it is, like, there's one that's like, I hate, I hate that my boy Baracho goes down like this, but it's just like, Baracho lets a fart rip, and then it's just like, that attack comes, and like, you get it, once you use it for that match, you can use it like a certain amount of times as a cooldown, but like, the hand of Shinnok coming, or like, oh, uh, Cyrax's net is one of them, I'm like, fuck yeah, fucking Cyrax, eh? But some people are up in arms about this, too. Um, that's all the stuff I barely want to talk about. What I want to talk about is how I feel about the story in Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 11. And people are like, this is like the best fighting game story. And even though I just did a condescending voice, they're not wrong. Like, what? I don't even know. I don't play a lot of fighting games. Moral comp- the advanced strategy tutorials remind me why I don't play a lot of fucking fighting games, Cartier. It's like, look at this dash cancel. And I'm like, oh my god, what have I gotten myself fucking into with this dash fucking cancel shit? <laughs> uh, the best thing I learned from the advanced tutorials, if you're someone right now that owns Moral Combat 11, you're like, I'm never going to do the advanced tutorials. I wish I had known that the ducking block is the most effective block. The ducking block like blocks like... Low, mid, and high attacks. And all you have to worry about is overhead attacks. I'm like... Fuck! So... Mortal Kombat 11. I like the story. It's like... I had this realization when I was like 20-something. 22. That I'm like... Do you know what's really bad most of the time? All action movies. No offense. It's like... It doesn't mean they're not enjoyable. It doesn't mean they're not entertaining. But you know what's like... Bad... Like, a lot of action movies. I know what you're thinking about right now at home. Yes, Die Hard's a great, a well-written movie. That's fine. The first Die Hard is very good. With that being said, so many action movies are trash. Um, Rocky, obviously not an action movie. That's a, that's a sports triumph movie. That's a movie about, you know, one man overcoming Philadelphia. So out of 11, <laughs> what would you give Mortal Kombat 11? So Mortal Kombat 11 is like a cheesy action movie, Cartier, is what I'm trying to say to you. What would I give it uh, overall as a game? Out of 11. Out of 11. <laughs> I would give it Armageddon, which is slightly below Armageddon, which is my f- maybe my favorite Mortal Kombat, except for three. <laughs> so on a, on, a, on, a, on a numerical scale... 8 out of 11, Cartier. 8 honestly. out of 11? I'm not trying to fuck with you. 8 out of 11, for sure. Uh, but I mean, that's mostly just because... Fighting games aren't my thing. The story is really good. It's just like, a lot of the cheesiness is like expected and inherent, and it's not like bad. There's a moment when... I really like it. I really like the time, the the, um, the time travel like gimmick, how it's like hardened Johnny Cage who's had to live through all this shit, and like, it's still Johnny Cage, but it's not the obnoxious Johnny Cage we'd known for 15 years. Like, I think Mortal Kombat X... Like, makes that clear. I think it even happens in 9, because so much happens in 9. Uh, but, like, then bringing obnoxious Johnny Cage up, you know, to the future. It's interesting. I think it was, like, pretty well voice acted, the story. Like, save Ronda Rousey. And I'm not going to jump on the hate on Ronda Rousey bandwagon, but, like, it was weird. When I heard that she was assigned to do the voice of Sonya, I was like... Oh, yeah, for, like, grunts and elbows. And then when the story... Not until months later, the story starts. 
I'm like, oh yeah, no, that means like the story. We're gonna get a lot of Ronda Rousey. I'm like maybe it won't be that much. I'm like, there's two, oh yeah, there's two Sonyas. It was okay. Uh, if you don't pay attention to it, you almost forget it's not great. Some of it was like fine, and it was like maybe if you had just if someone had been in the room that's like that wasn't like great job, Ronda. <laughs> if someone had been in the room that's like try that one more time, like like you would with any other fucking voice actor. I don't know why they let some of the it doesn't all fall on Ronda, and you know it was like WB or fucking Nether Realms that came to Ronda Rousey. I don't think Ronda Rousey was like can I voice act in this fucking game? Uh, I'm fine with it. It's weird that you pull someone who's not that good on the mic from wrestling and then they're like let's just put you on the mic it's a weird choice I think it ends up being fine I don't have the hate that a lot of people seem to have for it but I also think that a lot of people are up in arms about that because of how well voice acted everything else is well yeah no it's like it's wild when they put someone who's like not as qualified in a job position you know and, like, that goes for, yeah. like, any job field, you know, voice True. actors included. True. And although I do love, and I do, I very much so enjoyed the Mortal Kombat 11 story, I do think that when people rip on Ronda Rousey, they are, uh, they're like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for here? They are maybe putting too much stock in how good all the other voice acting was. It was all, it was good, but they're like... Man, Ronda Rousey's so bad and everyone else just kills it. I'm like, <laughs> does everyone else fucking kill it? Are you fucking sure about that? It doesn't matter. I really like the story. I think a lot of it's like super cheesy, but like it's like a cheesy action movie that like matters to me because the nostalgia's there. Because like the Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat actually matters to me more than I even remember remember sometimes. Like there's like a lot of MK in my childhood. So it's like, you forget how much you like care about Jax. So when you see Jax, and he's been, this is after he's been made a revenant, and like he's found a wife, which we never even got to, you know, in like the original run of Mortal Kombat. Like, Jax with a wife, and he's had a daughter, and he's like, and then, uh, spoilers, because this is actually, this is just what, know this going into Mortal Kombat 11, is Jax's wife has died, that's where he is, and he's been forced to retire. I, it's so interesting to see Jax in that. I really like what they did with Jax in the story. I really like all the new characters. As someone that only casually played ten, seeing Devora in the story, she's like the insect one, and she's like she's like an insect one, and all her like she doesn't speak in first person. She's like this one only cares for the hive, and I'm like I I don't hate you, <laughs> pointing. I don't hate her. Uh, the Collector is a new character, and I love The Collector. It's cool to see just a bounty hunter for Shao Kahn, and it's like, why don't we know about this character if he's always been a bounty hunter for Shao Kahn? It's like, because how many of Shao Kahn's fucking bounty hunters have you ever seen? Zero. There's custom dialogue in every fight. Like, when it's Sub-Zero versus Scorpion, they have a conversation right before they fight. I was going to say, I watched a compilation of um, Noob talking to everybody. Oh, dude. When Noob talks to Collector, because I've been playing the Collector the most, he's like, I once had Shinnok's amulet. He's like, I once had Shinnok's amulet. The Collector's like, you are a fool not to keep it. He's like, I did not know its power. Fight. Uh, what's cool is <laughs> um, the Collector and Shao Kahn, I've seen two different types of custom dialogue for them. So that was sick. One time it was like, 
Collector, you have failed me. Uh, <laughs> it's like, you have failed me. It's like, but Shao Kahn. It's like Molina's or Katana's armies. They are too much. It's like, you will be punished. And then the second time, it was like, Collector, we need to raise the armies once again. He's like, I need souls to, to bring my armies back to prominence. He's like, it will be done, my lord. And he's like, spare no one. And then they fight. I actually fucking love that. It's like, spare no one. And then he fights Shao Kahn. I love that this custom dialogue. Apparently that's not new to Eleven. Um, that's, it was a thing in Ten Two. Ten as well. Final Fantasy Ten Two. Uh, yeah, man. I really like how the Collector fits into the story. Um, I knew I was going to be a fan of him going into it. And then when I found out what he was... And, like, like I said, I think I was getting to this earlier, but then I got derailed by my own thoughts. <laughs> There's, like, it's like, well, if Collector plays this role, why wouldn't we know about Collector beforehand? Which is a question no one's asking. There's just, like, something in my head. But it's, like, it's made real clear when, I think, Mali- uh, no, Katana asks him. It's like, he's like, you never fought in the tournament. He's like, there's no profit in the tournament. I'm like, oh, he's like, and then she's like, uh, there's more to profit. It's like, honor is more important than profit. It's like, fight. I'm like, stop letting people get the last word, Collector. God damn, God damn. But I love the Collector. Six arms, two hold the backpack. It's the only fatality I've hit, and for anyone wondering, it's down, 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 circle. Thank you for being such a convenient fatality, Collector. <laughs> and he, like, rips through their body, keeps their head, puts it in the backpack. Otherwise, if you don't hit the fatality, it's actually more enjoyable. He just takes their whole body and puts it in the backpack. I'm, I'm enjoying it, man. Um, kind of sucks because as someone who isn't going to play online and has really stumbled through the fucking the Towers of Time, I'm kind of like coming to the end of playing Mortal Kombat 11. I plan on running through the story once I beat it this time. Again, on hard, just to see what kind of rewards... Because I enjoy going through the crypt. See what kind of award, rewards you get. Um... And just, like, I'm definitely going to play that story more than once, and I would like to play it on hard. We'll never play it on very hard. Uh, but yeah, it's cool It's cool to be back in the swing of things of what is essentially still a 2D fighter. You know what I mean? It's cool that, like, things like this last. and As much as things change, so many things stay the same with something like Mortal Kombat. Uh, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed it so far. The only time I played against another person uh, was two times. Me and Olivia played a little bit, and me and D'Angelo played a little bit when it first came out, first night. This is fun times. Um, can't complain. Some hot takes from a guy that didn't play 9 and 10. Uh, I'm not a fan of we don't wear masks, we're normal people, we're modern day friends. Scorpion and Sub-Zero who are like just like where are the Grandmasters I'm like that's weird to me I'm not that big a fan of it uh man there's so few complaints I have with it besides once you mention that it's cheesy and that we accept it like there's really not a whole lot I can take away from it I think that the 82 on Open Critic is um is first off not a bad score but is also a lot of the blowback from people thinking the towers are too hard from people thinking the crypt is too much of a money grab and blaming either Nether Realms or Warner Brothers on it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're quick to say, before I move on to Mortal Kombat, an interesting thing to see just in this, like, the video game industry, which is mostly what we talk about most of the time, 
is the industry at large. It's interesting to see something that happens with other games, which is small mom and pop shops like Breaking Street Date. Mm-hmm. And like you know they already have Mortal Kombat. You walk in there with twenty extra dollars or however many extra dollars you pay them. I don't know. I've literally never done this, but I know people do this. It's like I know you have Mortal Kombat. I'll give you ninety dollars for Mortal Kombat Eleven right now. They're like, yes, please. Uh, which is crazy because you can like get in big trouble for that and shit. But people have been doing it forever. Mm-hmm. Not only did Mortal Kombat break street date, but like apparently the servers were already up from the betas, so people were already fucking around with the crypt and fucking around with things that were down day one for me. By the way, I couldn't do the towers. I couldn't even customize, let alone go into the crypt on day one. Kind of upsetting. Didn't really matter. Wanted to play the story. Wanted to play local. Uh, but people were like, bef- the day before it came out, people were um, like on Reddit and on a bunch of different places being like, this is broken. Like, this is fucked up. Like, why does this cost so much in this game when that's how it was in Injustice 2 or 10? Like, and it's not even in a way where you can like, how are you making more money off this? Like, you're just making it so I have to play 600 hours to finish the crypt which is insane. Uh, it's like, yeah, there's no even, yeah, it's like the gotcha system without, like, the ability to buy your way through it. In 10, I've been told you could pay a single price and literally unlock the whole crypt. I'm glad that doesn't exist, but I think, like I've said in past podcasts, like, some of that gotcha shit doesn't really matter too much to me. Like, I don't necessarily approve of it, but something like the crypt, I think it devalues the crypt, but... It's, like, not enough to make... I'm not going to pay for that. And, like, yes, I would rather someone pay 60 extra dollars to play it three days early and just get gotcha that way. Like, the hyped-up animals that they are, Cartier, but... It's interesting to see a game break street date and then people be like, this is kind of weird, Nether Realms, and then, like, them be so quick to respond, like... Like the day the the day the game comes out, they're like, we're aware that this is a, like a little. It's like you're aware because so many people like. There's one tweet that's from before it came out, and there's one before, from Ed Boon right when it came out. And it's like you're only aware of this problem so quickly because shit broke street date. This is super interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean it's a classic case of uh, selling games that aren't finished. Sure, yeah. <laughs> I guess. No. <laughs> <laughs> No? Yeah. Happened with Anthem? For sure. Don't you lump that shit together. What it is, is money grubbing. I would say more than Anthem. I would say the, the, we're, they're similar, but we're on two different pieces of the <coughs> spectrum, not even sides of the spectrum. Because with something like... It's like, how, how much can we push people before it's like, no. Obviously, they want to have people keep playing this game. You know, once you finish a story and finish the crypt, not everyone's going to want to play online. Sure. It's like... And for some reason, people have this need to be like, we need people to keep playing this forever and ever and ever. Even though fucking God of War that came out is the biggest example of, like, no. Like, that God of War sold so much, and when the sequel to it comes out, it's, I'm sure, going to break Sony records and all these records. And it's going to make Sony so much fucking money. Like, that single-player game with no microtransactions and no DLC. Like... With a complete, you bought that game, you got the complete fucking story. It's weird that everyone's so, like, focused on being a living game, forcing it into things that might not... I'm not saying Mortal Kombat isn't a good example of, like, 
yeah, keep people playing these games. But I think they're going to, no matter what, without making the crypt, you know, however many hours to finish. Uh, with that being said, i got to reiterate, I love my time in the crypt so far. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited to get those 500,000 coins. If people complaining got me 500,000 coins, I'm fine with it. I'm going to crack some chests with it, Cartier. Maybe I'm going to get a collector skin. Maybe I won't. Hard to say. This week in loot chesting. This, this week, this week in sweet, sweet loot. Mortal Kombat 11. I think that's pretty much all I have to say about Mortal Kombat. Uh, enjoyable. You play anything else this week in gaming? This week in gaming, um, I played an indie game I didn't really love called Hello Neighbor. Uh, which kind of might have played. Might be Hello, on game. It sounds familiar. Might be on Game Pass. It's I see, like I see it when I like go down the video game aisles. I went to the library, and they have video games to rent. And I almost rented Dragon Quest XI, Echoes of an Elusive Age. But I know that you can only rent a game for a week, and that's like a 100-hour game. And we rented some TV series, too. And I mostly didn't rent Dragon Quest because Olivia rented the game that she's playing right now, which is... Super Sleuth. Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth, which I know is also a really involved, long game. I'm like, were we both going to play... Like, 100-hour games and watch Curb Your Enthusiasm Season 2, which was great. Uh, and watch Better Call. Like, these things aren't all going to happen. I'm just going to get an indie game that I'm unsure about, which is why I never, like, really cared about Hell Neighbor. I tried it. It was interesting. Uh, my breaking point was when I had a key that I knew was to a car's trunk and went back to that car's trunk and couldn't open it. It could have been my fault. It could have been the game's fault. It's weird. Was it the right card? It, this is the only card. <laughs> it sucks when you're like, this game seems like it might be... It's weird to the point where it might be a little broken. Let's check for an update, because it's 1.0, right? You just throw a disc in the thing, and it's like, this game has no updates. I'm like, uh-oh. Uh, you could call it a classic case. <laughs> releasing games aren't finished. <laughs> I do think, oh yeah, I do think Mortal Kombat's finished. I do think that the slider for how much everything costs was just not in the right position. But I think it was on purpose, Cartier. I think they were ready to be like, oh, don't worry, guys. Shady. Shady shit. Uh, whatever. Classic. I, I saw Kyle on the beach, and I'm like, Hey, Kyle, what are you up to? He's like, nothing. What are you up to? I'm like, whatever. The other thing I played this week in gaming, I only played a few minutes of it, but I watched D'Angelo play hours of it. And that's the day Days Gone came out. Uh, a game I'm calling Last of Them. Yeah, I said it, Cartier. That's the last of them. It's a lot like Motorcycle Last of Us. It's a lot like Open World Last of Us. It's a lot like Zombie Far Cry. Uh, like, he loved it as soon as he took out the binoculars and could mark enemies he's like oh this is my game damn cause he loves Far Cry um, he loves most things zombies it doesn't even have to be like any format of zombies I know, if I know one thing about D'Angelo it's that he likes Left 4 Dead he likes Call of Duty zombie modes he likes he's ex he was trying not to buy World War Z as Days Gone was coming uh, and he loves Last of Us and some people might like be like, Dan, I've heard things about Days Gone. I'm tired of people comparing it to The Last of Us. I think open world Last of Us is a good 
is a good comparison because a guy once ranted to me about how if you take any linear game and make it open world, the story is bound to suffer. And even though I don't agree with that sentiment, I think that if there was evidence of something like this, even though the beginning of this game is pretty, like, you have, you're you stuck doing this, I think that it is like, yeah, it's, you know, and the story the story's not as tight as Last of Us, probably because it's open world and you can do what you want. Um, I liked it. I really liked what I saw of it. N- enough to play it? Uh, probably not. But as far as survival, sometimes I don't think I like resource management, but it seemed like the the gas and fixing your bike and, like, figuring out the distance you want to go and, like, making sure you're home by the time it's nighttime, which is not something you have to do, but definitely Should something do. definitely something D'Angelo is very aware about. He's like, he's like, go back out. He's like, it's almost night. He's like, don't you have a bed for me to sleep in? He seemed to really like it, though. I gotta say, he did say he saw some, like, frame rate dips, because he's playing on the regular PS4, some frame rate dips when he was on the bike. Not when I was there, he said afterwards. But, really, I think that if I could say anything about Days Gone is, if you were enticed by it, and you're on the fence, you're like, I'm waiting to see how it reviews. I think based off the reviews I've seen, unless you hear something specifically, you're like, oh, there's dogs in this game? I don't like dogs. Not that there are dogs. But he's like, oh, what? Trees that turn colors in the fall, like, that triggers me personally. I don't like that, Dan. Unless there's something like that that you're looking for, like people wearing backwards hats, you hate it. If you're waiting for reviews, the fact that, I know, like, IGN probably gave it, like, a 6, and someone gave it a 5, but um, I'm a big fan of Easy Allies, as you might know. They gave it a 7.5. I think that kind of lines up. It, it, feels, it looks like a 7.8 to me. <laughs> <laughs> just based off feel. And I think that's exactly where that needs to be sitting. All the complaints are just like, it didn't reinvent the wheel, um, which might say more about the genre more than this game. It, that it like isn't technically this or that. I think that if you're on the fence, you should play this game. I think that it's probably what you are looking for. I think it's going to be as fun as you thought it might be. Um you can do a lot with it. The only real, like, moment I'll give from you, and this isn't, um, you have to burn, like, nests of zombies and they come screaming out. The only real thing I'll talk about, like, specific from this game, and it's not a story beat, it was just something that happened to D'Angelo, so he's probably, like, an hour or two in. And it's cool, it's cool that, um, they didn't throw a horde of zombies right at you in the beginning. And it wasn't even, like, a story beat that first revealed a horde of zombies to him. You hear someone talking about how, like, the big flow of zombies is, like, wherever. Um, also, when you find, like, an audio tape, it plays only through your remote control. The controller. Which I really liked, by the way. I know other games have done things like it. But, yeah. like, literally you find an audio tape, and it's, like, the quality that comes from the controller. I'm like, that's... I know they're not the only ones, but I really do like that. So he's looking around this thing. It's like an old train yard. And there's a train up top. Like, there's a bridge. And he's going to these different buildings. And he can see two zombies in the train eating this this thing, this, this human meat. Um, and he goes through a few of the houses. And they don't notice him at first. Uh, and then he's like, I mean, I'm going to shoot these, these, you know... Freakers. God damn it. The fact that the zombies are called Freakers and your name is Deacon 
and every time when you're talking on the radio to Boozer, uh, which, Olivia, <laughs> is Boozer the name of uh, a hamster in Hamtaro? No, wait, no. Do- what's his name? Snoozer? Snoozer. Snoozer. He's always, he's always sleeping. That's <laughs> uh, Snoozer and Hamtaro. Uh, so when he's talking Ham-taro. to... Hamtaro. When he's talking to Boozer on the thing... Hamtaro. He's spam tarp. He's always like, deacon out. I'm like, <laughs> it was hard not to make like, I don't want to get into the jokes. of You get it. Freakers, deacon, he's deacon out. Like, call me deke. It doesn't matter. So so he's going He's going to shoot. He's, the, he's, he's he shoots the thing in the, in, the, in the train yard. And it's like, he misses. He genuinely misses, um, which was great for me because he's really good at shooting games. So it felt good to see someone fail. That's good. Um, just like when someone falls at the Olympics and they run to a different part of the train that's like not over the bridge, but it's over the ground. And it's like four of them come out at first. He's like, Oh shit. But that four turned into 12 turned into, he was turning around to run. Cause like they move pretty fast, but like numbers wise, 12 is too many to be that close to you. But, and I, it was sick. It was like suddenly that wasn't even a story beat. It was just like. If you try to fuck with these two that are super visible eating this thing in this train, you should know that there's secretly 20 more in this train. Uh, and they react to noise. And you shot a metal car. Welcome to it. Uh, super interesting. Days gone. I can't speak super highly of it because I didn't really get to play that much of it. Um, I know some people don't like th- there's some forced stealth in there, which um, I don't think I understood. I'm like... That's weird, an open world. What do you mean there's forced... No, there's for sure... Not unlike... Miles Morales. Uh, it's just like, your only option is stealth here. Like, you have to stealth this part. Um, it was cool, I saw a helicopter. And Deacon's like, Boozer, I, you, won't, you won't believe this, I saw a helicopter! And I'm like, this game... Uh, I think it's all real passable. I think it's all real interesting. If this game seems like it's up your alley... Probably worth digging into. Nice. Um, and that's that's all I got for this week in gaming. Are you sure? You're rapid fire. I think so. Am I missing something? Well, I just rapid fire, so you gotta... The thing people have to remember, Kyle, is that <laughs> Cartier has to get home for Game of Thrones. <laughs> so with that being said, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to this off-the-cuff, <laughs> this straight-off-the-cuff-linked cuff episode of the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast. None Thanks. of us are wearing cuffs. So true. Thanks for... And we should be thankful. <laughs> Do they have short sleeve cuffs? Is it, Just like tech- is it technically considered a cuff if it's on a short sleeve shirt? If we took a long sleeve short <coughs> cuff and put it on to a short sleeve, is it even a cuff at that point? Is it like an upper cuff? Is there a button? Well, cuffs have buttons. Is there a button? Is, it, <laughs> is, it, is a cuff a button? Is it, a cuff has a button. Are you eating mutton? <laughs> Litmit Media. Do handcuffs have buttons? Fireside. FM. Handcuffs don't. Do you really want to dig into this cartoon? How are you going to say that? Like, they don't. They don't, Kyle. Oh, God. 
But then again, how does how do locks and keys even work? Is there a button in there? Is there some sort of mechanism that litmitmedia.fireside.fm is where you can find the rest of the Great Lakes Gaming Podcast archive. You can listen to us on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever you're listening to us on now. Devin Green, Overwatch, what is it called? Overcast, Casho.fm. <laughs> uh, if you go to um, Cuff, Cartier's MySpace, what's up? Cuff. If you go to, you can go to Cuff.com and don't go there. It could be bad. It could be great. Uh off the Cuff Alley in Michigan, where you can send all postcards to. Um, otherwise, it's L-I-T-M-I-T-M-E-D-I-A at gmail.com. Put four tray in the header. That's where you can send any questions, any suggestions, any uh, PayPal transaction. I can't even think of what to say for that. Any fan art of Kyle eating spam, wearing really fancy Cuff with Cuff Links. And like Short sleep cuffs. a thought bubble of him considering whether or not handcuffs have buttons on them and if they're really even cuffs at all. Um, you can listen to our other podcast, the Scuff Podcast, where we talk about scuffs on shoes and cuffs on hands. Um, you can go to your local grocery store and buy spiced hams. And, uh, obviously, uh, I will now hand it off to this week's closer, Kyle Melville. Hi, everybody. Cuffs. Cuff, 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 cuff.